0: Hi, my name is Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. This is episode 37, Fail Till You Succeed. Failure and learning are just part of the process and not really a problem in the scheme of things. I have a note that says that on the bottom of the screen of my laptop to remind me multiple times a day that failure is actually normal. And it means that I'm actually doing something. I'm moving forward. I'm pretty sure I got that quote from the world of entrepreneurship and it occurred to me that it's equally true in the world of recovery. What's interesting to me is that there's a lot of wisdom from the world of entrepreneurship that's applicable to those in recovery and vice versa. In entrepreneurship, you have to be willing to make mistakes and then recover from them quickly and consistently if you're ever going to be able to succeed as an entrepreneur. That means you have to be willing to build your recover from failure muscle. The same is true in recovery. If you've been living your life in a certain way for decades and you come into recovery and decide that you're willing and going to put the effort into changing, the expectation that you'll be able to pivot on a dime is unrealistic. And for most of us in recovery, we've been beating ourselves up our entire lives. And when we slip or fall down or relapse, that's just one more excuse to beat ourselves up. So getting used to failing is a really important part of life for people in recovery. I have a bumper sticker on my car that says, fail till you succeed. And one day after a meeting, somebody after the meeting was behind me and saw my bumper sticker and she sent me a text, said, I really needed to see that. It was really helpful to me. And I responded to her text by saying, that's actually the formula for all success throughout time. Fail till you succeed. In fact, I posted an image of that text On Instagram last week, not knowing that that was going to be the topic of my podcast this week, or I would have saved it for this week. But anyway, I realized after I sent that text back to her about it being the formula for all success throughout time that it's really true. But a lot of us, especially those of us who haven't done particularly well in life, often think that people who are successful were either born that way or that somehow they've never been through failure. But really, people who are successful are just really good at overcoming their failures. They're able to pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and get back on the metaphorical horse when they fall off much more quickly than people who fall off and just lay there on the ground and say, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to learn how to ride this horse. I remember when I was growing up hearing about Babe Ruth all the time. He was the number one home run hitter. And he was the guy everybody talked about, especially in regard to success. When I eventually heard about how many strikeouts he had, which by the way, I just looked up, he had 714 home runs and 1,330 strikeouts, but you don't usually hear about the strikeouts. You usually hear about the home runs because at least when I was growing up, we're told as kids about all these different heroes and how successful they are. We're given models of people as if they're these unidimensional, completely successful people who never fail. Well, there's no such thing as any person who is entirely successful in everything and no one who's entirely a failure, unless they give up trying, that is. There is no success and no failure that is necessarily permanent, Learning how to fail is like strengthening a muscle. The way we strengthen that muscle is by exercising it, by failing and failing again until we succeed. One of the examples that Brooke Castillo uses all the time in her podcast for the Life Coach School is... When babies are trying to learn to walk, they can't walk initially because they don't have the strength in their leg muscles. Well, guess how they develop the strength in their leg muscles? They fall and they keep getting back up. It's that action of keeping getting back up, pushing themselves up that strengthens their leg muscles so that eventually they have the strength of muscle to be able to stand up and walk. That's what it's like in recovery. You're going to fuck up. Whether it has to do with learning to set boundaries, with doing what you say you're going to do, being honest, calling your sponsor on time, staying clean, whatever it is, if you're practicing new behavior, cut yourself some slack. Understand that not only is it okay to fail, it's a normal part of the process. You should be expecting failure. It's the recovering from the failure where the real deep learning is going to happen. Now, don't get me wrong, failure may suck and it may be difficult for you in the beginning, but the more you are willing to fail, the more likely you are to succeed. If you fall off that horse and you just stay there on the ground, whimpering and whining, I'm never going to learn to ride this horse. You're right. You're not going to. But if you get up and you dust yourself off and you get back on that horse and you keep getting back on that horse every time you fall off, you're eventually going to be able to ride that horse. But if you don't get back up and get back on the horse, you're never going to learn to ride it. This reminds me of a line I heard in a recovery podcast one time, which I quote pretty regularly, where the speaker used the phrase info, not ammo. What she was saying was that when you screw up, it's information, not ammunition. It's information for you to observe and take into consideration, not to beat yourself up with. It's info, not ammo. So if you're the kind of person who spent your entire life seeking out reasons to beat yourself up, fucking stop it, okay? Instead, start thinking, this is info, not ammo. And I know it's not as easy as just stopping because Barb said, just stop it. But if you want, hear me in your head, when you start beating yourself up for something that you did, stop it. You don't deserve that. When you screw up, look at this situation and say, what can I do with this information instead of beating myself up, instead of using it as ammunition to beat myself up. You might say, if I have this situation or something similar happen again, how would I like to handle it differently? Not, oh my God, I'm such a piece of shit. Look what I did. Of course I fucked up because that's what I always do. I'm never going to be able to do this well. If you keep telling yourself, I'm never going to be able to do this well, you're right. You won't because you keep telling yourself that you're eventually going to believe it. Maybe you already do believe it, but really it's just a thought that you think in your head. And even if it was a thought that was given to you, even if your family or your neighborhood or your colleagues or your friends or whoever told you you're never going to do well at this, it doesn't mean they're right. But if you believe it, then you are never going to do well at it. And you are right, because you're not even going to try. So when you learn something about yourself, or when you screw up in a situation, instead of thinking, I'm a piece of shit, I'm never going to do well, think of it as information to improve yourself, not ammunition with which to beat yourself up. I know when I started in recovery, I'd screw something up and it would take me like two weeks to figure out, oh, that's what happened. And here's what I could have done differently. And then sometime down the road, I'd mess up something. And then this time, maybe it would be a week later. And I'd be like, oh, okay, here's what I did. And... Here's how I could handle it differently next time. And then maybe the next time it was just a few days between the time when I screwed something up and realized, oh, I could have done something differently. So what happened was the time began to shorten between the time that I messed something up and the time that I realized I messed it up, that it was me that messed it up and that there was a different way that I could handle it. And I remember getting really excited like, ooh, the time is getting closer and closer between when I screw up and when I realize I screwed up and could handle things differently. And maybe what's going to happen is I'm going to see it coming before it happens and be able to change my behavior in the moment and change the outcome. And that is in fact what happened. That is is the process of recovery. I didn't stop and beat myself up and go, Oh, Jesus Christ, I fucked that up again. Look what I did, blah, 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 blah. It was like, Oh, okay, this is information about me, not ammunition to beat myself up. Because we don't even know what we're doing in the beginning of recovery. We don't even see our behavior as having anything to do with the outcomes of our life. If you're anything like I was when I came into recovery, I really thought if everybody else would just fucking do things the way that I want, or if the world just worked the way that I want, or if everybody would get the hell out of my way on the highway, then everything would be fine. But that is never going to happen and your thinking is what got you into recovery in the first place. So your thinking is not the thing that's going to fix your life. You're going to need to change your mindset mindset, and that means you're gonna have to become willing to fail and fail again and again until you succeed. Because that, my friends, is the formula for success throughout history. Fail till you succeed. That's it for today. If you like what you've heard here, then you just might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, head on over to my website, which is higherpowercoachingandconsulting.com and click on the contact menu. I'd be happy to schedule a consultation with you to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe so you can be sure to get future episodes of my podcast. Thanks again.